and welcome to this week's episode of Netball Nation. I'm joined by the legend that is Sarah Bayman. How are we, Sarah? Hello, good. All good, yeah, all good. Looking great. very bright. Thanks. In the shade of lime today. I know, feeling summery. I like it. Well, you've brought the sunshine with you. Uh, and sadly, Mags can't be here this week, but we've only got to find ourselves a very special guest to join us here in the studio. A huge welcome to Manchester Thunder and Rosie superstar, Laura Malcolm. Woo! Laura, <laughs> thank you for joining us. How are you? Oh, I'm all right, thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Lovely to what do you think of our little uh, Netball Nation setup here? Uh, I'm a little underwhelmed. <laughs> I'm only joking. Can oh, wow. Take, can we take that out, please? <laughs> wow, first, first and last time she's Straight coming on this in show. <laughs> As I was saying, it's lovely to have you with us, Laura. Um, <laughs> uh, right, just to remind our Netball Nation listeners that it was in fact Laura who suggested that Sarah and Stacey's wedding should be held in a snooker hall. <laughs> How disappointed were you that that fell on deaf ears? Well, very disappointed and I might not be attending the wedding now. Oh. Oh. I mean, you've got even more savage looks. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, it's going to save us a bit of money. So we'll <laughs> so I was like that, yes, didn't want to... We, would, we needed, to, we needed to chop down the guest list anyway, <laughs> so there we go. Probably right didn't then. even have my name on the invite. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Are we both ready for another cracking show? Yeah. Yes. Right, let's do this. Welcome to Netball Nation. First up, we'll be catching up with all things Super Netball ahead of the grand final this Sunday. And we'll, of course, be asking for more gold medal predictions just so we can take more money off Sarah, basically, Sarah, basically next week. Yeah, uh, we're going to be chatting as well to our special guest, Laura Malcolm, about her netball journey and what she thinks the Vitality Super League 2020 season has in store. And finally, we're going to be putting both of you in the hot seat with more listener questions. Is that good? Yeah. yeah. No pressure. Uh, right then. Uh, yeah, you can blame Sarah for this, by the way, because uh, she's the one that dragged you on. So if you, right. if you don't like being in the hot seat, it's just like, <laughs> give her a nudge. Right then, over to the Sun Cup League we go. Uh, ladies, another fascinating game, game last weekend. And Sarah, we have to say, cough up. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, again, again, Swifts, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> continue to back the losers at all points. We, we even said this last week. We were like, you know what? Basically, whatever Sarah says, the opposite Someone, is going to happen. So, a Swift supporter sent me a message on Twitter afterwards and was like, please back Lightning next week. <laughs> <laughs> love that, love that. Well, we'll see what we can do about that. Uh, now, despite Sarah and Mags both back in Vixens following their impressive victory against Magpies, it was the home side Swifts that put on a dominant display in Sydney, taking the win in the preliminary final 60-47. Now, Swifts were strong from the outset, where as uh, whereas Vixens had a slow start and missed shots, which saw them go 12 goals down at half time. But they did get it together. They came back to within three, but Swifts were just too strong in the end and managed to pull away to a 13-goal victory. Firstly, ladies, I've got to say, how good was our very own Nat Haythornthwaite for Swifts? She was so good, wasn't she? Yeah, I'd say she was amazing, to be honest with you. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you would never have guessed that she's been injured for half the season. Like, she looks like she's been playing all year. Yeah, I'd agree. Like her, like hamstring injuries can be quite scary as well because they can just kind of keep coming back and yeah. you can be really wary on them and she just looks like she's just... Yeah, smashing it at the minute. Fast. Good for you, Nat. Good she for looks you. Fast. <laughs> Do you think it was a case of Vixens burning themselves out in their rematch against Magpies the week before? Do you think that had anything to do with I think, it? I think a little bit. Um, and I think, you know, we spoke briefly before about Vixens kind of blowing up in finals yeah. games and then they played against Magpies and we're like, oh, they've broken the curse, you know, they're going to win it, great. Um, and then they kind of went back to what Vixens have done previously in finals games in this one, I think. You know, they... They had a horrible start. They were, you know, way behind at half time. But then that third quarter, they got it back. And, you know, 
poor Tegan Phillips. She didn't. She only missed four shots in the game, but she missed them at like the such crucial time. times, yes. like when they were like coming back and there was three in it, and then she puts a shot up and misses, and it's like, yeah. oh, and you can almost like see the def- like the team getting deflated from it so and the frustration there yeah. of, like, i just want this yeah um now sam wallace also had a great game for swift shooting 40 from 42 attempts which took her to 95 percent for the match uh she struggled the week before against lightning so do you think that performance will give us some confidence uh heading into the grand final yeah i think it will I, I think the worry is a little bit with that it's kind of what happened with vixens as in had a bad game, had a really good yeah. game, and it's about peaking at the right times, really. And a lot of those guys have had to peak for World Cup, come back down, peak again. So hopefully she can do one last push and... and I mean, it's the, it's the one where you really want the last push, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Like, can we just peak now, <laughs> yeah. please? And, and, yeah. and I think it's like people talk about, have they played their final? You know, like, what was the last weekend their final? Was the weekend before yeah. Vixen's final? And... I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we shall see. Uh, now, as we know, Lightning secured their grand final spot when they beat Swifts a couple of rounds ago, 58-48. That means they've had a bit of rest while the other sides have had to battle it out. Do you think that's going to have an impact on the result, given that Lightning players might have a bit more in the tank if it's going goal for goal? I don't know. I reckon it's one of them. It doesn't always benefit you, that rest. Mm. I don't think. I don't know you what you You can lose momentum, yeah. maybe, yeah, a bit. Yeah. I remember. I don't know if it was last year or the year before because they've been in the last three finals that Lightning because you kind of get two weeks they were given one week completely off yeah. and then they just trained hard in the week up to grand final what an absolute dream that would be as a player uh, yeah. like week that off you'd be like, like kick back <laughs> chill out loving it and um, I mean they like to be fair they've, they've done it both ways Lightning so last year they won it from four so had to play like knockout game after knockout game and then the year before they I think they had this scenario where they had a week off so they they'll know what they're doing um but it, it can be difficult to kind of, you know, dip down and have a bit of a rest and then yeah. get back up yeah. against that intensity. I guess that's the beauty of that Lightning team. They've just got a ridiculous amount of experience, really, yeah. haven't they? I yeah. mean, they really do. And what do you think Swifts are going to have to do to improve on their previous performance against them? I think there's some massive matchups in this game. You know, Helen Howesby versus um, Carla Pretorius is one. Um, Paige Hadley, Laura Langman, mm-hmm. another. Um, <sighs> Serve um, a cloud against either a piece or a car. But like there's there's huge matchups all over the court. Mm. They've got to win the majority of those to to win it. And I think in the previous game against Lightning, like Laura Langman was incredible, Carla Pretorius was incredible. You can't lose individual matchups as much as they did in that game. Yeah, and that partnership in the circle with Helen and Sammy is so important. And if one of those is out, then that messes that up really. Yeah. So. No yeah. pressure, but you've all got yeah, to be no. awesome. Yeah, deep breath, basically. <laughs> right, There's well, your I'm, team talk. I'm going to put you two under pressure right now and I'm going to ask you for your predictions. I I can't see Lightning losing, so I'm, I am back in Lightning. Right, Swift, you're in then, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on again. that basis alone. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think, you know, a lot's been said that Swift's are underdogs and I don't think they're as big underdogs as people making out, mm. but um, I honestly just... I mean, I can't imagine a world where Nolene Todu and Laura Langman lose on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am back in Swifts. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, yeah, I've been back and forth about it quite a lot. And I just think it's a young team. Anything can happen in a final. They are slight underdogs, so they'll have no fear. And you've got players in there that are, are big game players 
performers, really. So I think they're going to... Well, if you're wrong, we can't really drag you back because you're only here and as a guest today, aren't you? So we can't make you <laughs> just drop a bomb and leave. Kiss, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, as we do have you with us today, Laura, we're going to put you on the spot. Is that Excellent. all right? Yeah, can't uh, We'd love to give listeners a chance to hear about your netball journey. But firstly, let's catch up on an amazing few months that's seen you winning the Vitality Super League title with Manchester Thunder and also being named as one of the full-time Vitality Roses. You're loving life right now. I'm loving life yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> and she still made time to be here with us. Thank you very she much. She said to Laura. me today she felt like she'd been hit by a car. So yeah. <laughs> bus, I think. Sorry, yeah. bus. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it gets yeah. worse. That's, that's what a training camp will do for you. Yeah. Now you returned to Manchester Thunder last season after two seasons at seven stars. Did that make winning the title even better? Is it like you were coming back to your old club? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think winning a title's great. <laughs> full stop isn't it yeah really? <laughs> but with that extra bit of thing of like oh do you know what I've come home and yeah. here I am yeah no it felt really nice going back last year um I learned so much from stars about myself I had some amazing opportunities um there but you know loads of my friends long-term friends have been at um Thunder so it was nice to come back and then get that special moment with them especially people like Kerry he was retiring. It's so good that I was there with her for her last season and she absolutely smashed it and we ended up getting that title. So, yeah, you yeah. did. Uh, now, some of our listeners might not know about your playing history and how you've progressed through the ranks at Thunder. So can you just tell us a bit more? Oh, well, yeah. my first session. That's just story time. Get biography. I'll like, get a cup of tea. <laughs> Sarah's just gutted we're not talking about her. Yeah. I'll, what I'll is bring this? Her in. I'll bring yeah. her in. I taught you everything you know. Well, most of it. <laughs> no, well, when I went to Thunder, um, I think my first session at Thunder, I, I forgot my trainers. I was that kind of like player forgetting stuff and whatever. Oh, did you have to go and get them out? Was there like a, a box full of old trainers? I borrowed Jade's old trainers. <laughs> Love it. So yeah. Good job, Jade carries five pairs of trainers. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, she wasn't training that session, so she just sat on the side with the socks. So oh. Yeah. Oh, what a good egg <laughs> I know, doing that. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I, I played for the youth side. I think it was NTL back then, mm. maybe. And um, I played for that side and I was captain, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we had some success at that level and I just basically sat on the bench for quite a while with the Jade and Sarah roller coaster going on. <laughs> Watched those guys play, trained against them, learned a lot. Um, and then when Tracy came in, um, I think I think Jade went overseas. Didn't yeah, Jade went to Australia, didn't she? And then that was my chance, really. Yeah, that was my toe in at Super League um, and played 2012, where we won our first Woo! final, Yay! which was great. Uh, still probably my favourite, actually, that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then I don't know, just been playing there really, and left and then come back. And what about <laughs> your international career? Talk to us a bit about that. Um, again, I was in the youth systems um, and I actually was in that weird age group that misses out on the under-21s um, Youth World Cup. So I kind of was just floating around for a little bit. Um, they put in a little programme for this for that group that was just training for the year, really, and not really involved in any competitions and things like that. I think it's improved quite a, a bit now. Cause oh, that's good. There's lots of ins, really, especially if you're linked in with a franchise. Yeah. Um, and then got back into the seniors a year after and yeah again was uh, 
chasing the Jade and Sarah roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's my friend, but I hate her at the yeah. same time, you know. So you've always been a hindrance, man. <laughs> Everyone feels that way. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then um, obviously the full-time programme come into place, did that for a year. It was probably a bit of a nightmare, not really having a good life balance whilst being in it. Come out of it and now got a good life balance, gone back into Yay. it. <laughs> I, think, I think what's really cool though about... Malx's kind of story is you know we've spoken about like different stuff that you've touched on there so you know actually if you're on a bench and you're sat behind people you know how can you still make the experience a positive one how can you still take stuff from it and so Malx talks about being on the bench at Thunder in England and, and different things but I don't think at any point um you know you had a bad experience necessarily at Thunder no, no. um and also, I think you're the kind of person that you've always been a great teammate to have around, regardless of whether you've been playing or not. Oh, this is nice. No, this but, but nice. I think it's it's something that, you know, people need to learn. Yeah. And like, you know, like if, you, if you're not playing, it's not about, you know, spitting the dummy and being being a nightmare to be around, but you've still got a role for your team. Yeah. And then, you know- Side before self. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when, when Malks gets an opportunity to step up, she's now in an England squad, winning a Super League title. And people just think it's just happened and she's always been the number one and yeah. all the rest of it. And it's it's not they as simple as that. don't see the stuff that goes well, into that. Well, I think that. it's actually funny that you say that because going back into the programme this week, there's obviously, um, I'm one of the older ones now, so. <laughs> well, quite old. <laughs> don't say that because you're the youngest one in the room, so. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of young players on that camp um, and a few of them are asking me like, oh, were you at Thunder before you were at Stars? And I'm like, how do you not know that I was? Yeah. Do you know? I would, <laughs> and it's yeah. like, you're like, I won two, two titles, yeah. thank you very much, before I went I'll to Stars. You know. <laughs> but I, the, the, I don't think the young players know that that kind of stuff's happened before, really. Yeah. Do, they, do they ever ask you for any advice or anything? Uh, I, I feel sad, but I don't think oh. they do. <laughs> well, do you know they what? go to wise people yeah. for that. Yeah. Do you know what, Laura, we're going to ask you, what advice would you give to someone young coming through and just hoping for a future in netball? Um, You know, it's the cliche, isn't it? But you got to enjoy mm. what you're doing, essentially. And it doesn't mean that you have to be, like, on court in this, the position that you want to be in at the end of the day. So, and, and there's a lot of young players that get to play up but then hate playing in their own age group, which baffles me because I've always enjoyed playing every type of netball yeah. that I can play. And I think that's the way it needs to be, really. You need to enjoy getting on that court and playing when you can. And when you don't, you need to enjoy the process of learning and building yourself up. Really. We've always said that, haven't we? Mm. You know, you and Mag say that all the time. Ultimately, you wanna, you're want you there to enjoy it. Like, yeah. that well, is... It, get, it gets hard as well. So if you don't enjoy it, what, what's what the are you point? Because yeah. it's really, really tough. Like, you've just been on an 11-day training camp and, you know, there's, there's elements of fun about it, yeah. but it, but it's hard. So if you if you don't enjoy the end product of playing and, and being in a team and being part of, of that group, then there's really no point. No. It's not even just enjoying the playing, it's thriving off the training. All of it, yeah. yeah. The day. All like, of it. There's always going to be things that you don't enjoy. Like, everyone always says to me all the time, oh, you enjoy the running, don't you? Like, no. no. <laughs> but I've got to do <laughs> it. Who enjoys yeah. the running? Like, <laughs> it's not fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you, you still got to have some sort of thriving off that, really. Yeah. Because yeah, that you've... is pretty much, that's 90% of what you're doing. And, and, and also, it. I think, like, when you talk about, like, building friendships and bonds and stuff like that, you, you, like, some of the, some of the, 
memories you have with players are like the most disgusting sessions or the most painful processes like Karen Atkinson like throwing up in the middle of a fitness even test even I've heard this and stuff or like taking blood tests taking blood oh, tests oh, wow. like, do you know like just stuff that's like really awful at the time but like you've got through it together yeah. so there's you, a bond there yeah, then. yeah you, you don't have to enjoy it right then but you know you have to enjoy the process embrace yeah. it all yeah. and just yeah roll with it and you're you're a coach as well Laura how, yeah. how do you juggle everything uh, I mean, somebody once said to me when I was still at university that when you're doing elite sport and other things, you're going to always feel like you're just about treading water and your head's just about um, staying above the water. And I feel like that's just something that you've got to accept, really, yeah. <laughs> if you want to do a lot of things. But for me, that's something that I really enjoy and value. And actually, I feel better when I'm busier than when I've not got as much to do. Um, like I said, when I was in the programme before, I was just playing my netball and I think investing that much into one thing doesn't really sit well for me. I like to be busy and doing things all the time. So yeah, I guess you Thing make time pies, for... doing it all. Yeah. Like it. It's also, yeah, it's also you make get, time for what you want, don't yeah. you? Yeah, get some perspective outside of sport, you know, like I think if you, if you sometimes, for me, I was a, like similar to Marks. If, if you just do netball and you sit around thinking about netball, you know, it seems like, small things seem like the most significant yeah. thing. Yeah. Do you know what's funny though? I was thinking about this when I was driving here that we're now both in coaching. Yes. You've got Myers and, you know, I'm obviously at Loughborough and I remember, um, I don't even know what grand final was it. And we'd spent pretty much the entire season working on our centre pass defence. <laughs> yeah. Like probably like every session, every yeah. session <laughs> working on our centre pass defence. And we came off at quarter time and you went, should we just, you know, be better? <laughs> And I was like, yes, yeah, like we definitely should. So, you know, all those athletes out there who are, who are receiving this level of wisdom on a daily basis from us two, you are welcome. Like, we've hey, it works. I love it. Hey, me and Lauren Stedman went to, like, we were just filling in one time. Oh, she's not even Lauren Stedman. Lauren Nichols, sorry. We were filling in one time just being bodies at an England trial and we were just not doing great, if I'm honest with you. And we come off and we were like, We've got to just get some interceptions, shall we just try harder? And you know what? We went on and got loads of interceptions. There you that go. simple. Words of that, wisdom there. That is what's going on in the... You know, yeah, serious book, coaching. Book a session in there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? It, it's paid off. It's paid off, hasn't it? Uh, you've been one of the first players to be announced to sign up for the 2020 season for Manchester Thunder, Laura. With other player signings being announced for other teams, how do you rate your chances of defending that Super League title? <laughs> Pardon? Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> I think our chances are good, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I think, uh, well, it's getting harder and harder, isn't it, really? So it's an exciting thing to do to defend your um, title. But You're confident. Yeah, I'm up for the challenge. Good. You know, good we've stuff. retained some good players and we've added some extra little spice into the mix so yeah looking forward to it um now it's really interesting as thunder have just announced that one of the northwest leading businessmen david jennings is joining the board with his company jennings ventures and they're going to be investing in the franchise great news obviously for thunder yeah. in the long term but it's also amazing to find out that the franchise achieved such great success with one of the lowest budgets like that's incredible uh, what do you put that success down to then if it's not being financial I think you can't deny that there's a lot of talent in the Northwest mm. for one. And, you know, with Karen's experience and Trace's experience previously, um, that 
they've built up a really good pathway essentially and Thunder's probably one of the few teams that really do have players always filtering into the senior squad Um, and I think that's one of their biggest strengths really and I think it'll continue to be one of the biggest strengths so yeah. yeah, you can't put a price on that, can you? No, when the people no. are coming through. Now, Sarah, before we move on, mm-hmm. have you got anything you'd like to ask Laura, given that you've dragged her here today? <laughs> <laughs> Any questions? Um, <clears throat> oh, you've put me on the spot now. I mean, you don't have to ask questions. I'm sure, Laura wouldn't no, mind if you didn't. So. I don't no? think so. No? Right, in that case, we'll move, you on, move on and ask you both some questions, okay? Uh, because our Netball Nation family have been in touch. So thank you so much to everyone who sent in questions over the past week. First up, we've been contacted by Andrew Hewitt on Twitter, who says, it'd be great to see the winners of the Vitality Super League play the winners of the Suncorp League in a World Club final, like in Rugby League every year. Mm. Do you see that happening as the game evolves at all? Has Andrew got some money? <laughs> Andrew, can you get back in touch, please? And let us know. If so, I think Sarah would like your account details and then we can discuss this. No, I think, I think it is a really good idea. And I think we've seen the announcement of the Super Club competition in New Zealand this year. We'll have all the New Zealand teams plus Magpies from the Suncorp mm. plus Wasps from the English League. And I think that's a step in the right direction. Um, but... There's, I mean, there's two issues. One, one is a money issue in terms of where do you play it, who pays yeah. for the teams to get there, all the rest of it. And then the second one is the calendar is now so congested that you're really scrabbling around for time to yeah. to do something like that. And it would be quite nice as like a preseason thing to do, um, but um, you just yeah. can't there see was the one meantime. year that it did happen. Oh there really? Was, yeah. Do you remember when we went to Scotland? There was one year where it was like. Uh, there was Thunder, Storm, who finished top mm. in the Super League, and then Pulse, maybe, from New Zealand, oh, yeah. the Mystics, and then two Aussie teams. And we play, all played around Robin. Against was it each good? Other. Yeah, obviously we got hammered. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel, the thing is, I feel like in the UK, we've got so much better. Yeah. I would really look forward to seeing what it is like now. Well, I was going to say, would you like to take on Lightning or Swifts? Yeah, I'd yeah. love it. It'd be a great opportunity, I think. That yeah. is something. So thank I think, you, I think, I think the, other, the other difficult thing is getting full strength squads out. Yeah. So like Wasp will be missing England players. Magpies, you'd imagine, would be missing a few big players. So... Yeah. I don't know, it's hard. Difficult to Ta- do, but Timing-wise, nice if you got it right, it'd be sick. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much, Andrew, for your question. Right, moving on, we've had another listener get in touch from the other side of the world. Flora Grant has dropped us an email from sunny Sydney. So, hi, Flora. Uh, hope you're having a good night's sleep at the minute. Flora says that we've seen a lot of criticism of the umpiring in Suncorp Super Netball competition this season, which seems to be varied between the umpires being too harsh, with too many warnings and needing to let more things go. Then, on the other hand, there are fans saying games need to be kept in control. Mm-hmm. So how do you think we should balance these as the game gets more competitive? What about talks of having more umpires on court or a dispute mechanism like VAR or something? I don't think you can bring something like VAR into netball just because you'd ruin the game. Like It's too fast paced. It's, too, it? it's yeah. too fast. You can't stop it and go, oh, was that the right decision? Yeah, let's all wait three minutes and yeah. we'll just check. <laughs> I think what I do like is what's kind of been suggested by some media in, in Australia, which is like a match review system. So if something blatantly bad happens like and I, I don't mean like you know a foul but you know someone's elbowed someone in the head and it looks deliberate or you know it's it's a really bad kind of contact then retrospectively being able to punish players yeah and I think that's a good idea because when you talk about keeping games in control at the time yes the umpire's got a job to do but then if players know that they could get suspended for a game like retrospectively 
then that's going to keep being the back of your mind anyway. You're not going to do something stupid. But what about if something affects the result and then it's retrospective? And if you're the team who have lost and, and you could have won, you know, if it get, if it comes down to really fine yeah, margins. Well, I think it's not about taking power away from the umpires. So, you know, if they see it and they punish it at the time, that's, you know, mm. that's great and that's the ideal. But, you know, if something happens off the ball at the other end of the court and it's like, I don't know, someone's punched someone in the face or something. I'm not saying yeah. that's ever happened. But <laughs> yeah. something as blatant as and it's been missed then I think the ability to do something retrospectively would be a good deterrent as well as the umpires trying to take control of matches do you think that Laura that actually it would then mean you'd have that in the back of your mind as a player and you'd be thinking I know now there can be retrospective punishment yeah definitely and like the reality of it is the umpire is not going to see everything like Mm. as a player you're making these split second decisions on court the umpire's got 10 times the amount of decisions exactly. as a player's got to make in a split second as well. So, you know, I think if you've got that in the back of the mind as a player, then you might be more likely to behave. I, I mean, I've not I've <laughs> not got my, my black book with me of umpires who've lost me games. <laughs> but I'm surprised you haven't burnt it. It's very, very thick. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, it's also easy to, to put a lot of blame on umpires mm. and... You know, I always remember at Bath when we had Lynn Gunson as a coach and every time we blamed an umpire, she was like, you put yourself in a situation yeah. where they could influence the game. Yeah. So, you know, players need to take a little bit more responsibility sometimes. And yeah, there is an upskilling process that continues to happen. I know like Suncorp, they, they judge their umpires extremely harshly. Mm. Um, but I think any help that you can give them in terms of, you know, video post-game, I don't think you can do it in-game, I think would be really good. Yeah, retrospective, we're saying, and players need to be accountable. Right, finally, uh, Sarah Griffiths has got in touch on Facebook and she's pointed out that when watching the Aussie matches, it looks like they've got something in the back of their dresses. Uh, So she sent us a picture that we'll get out on our Twitter, but I've shown this to both Laura and Sarah. Mm. Um, Firstly, can you explain to our listeners what it is that Sarah's referring Um, to? It's like an indoor GPS so it's like a, basically a GPS, but GPSs don't work inside. Um, but there are systems that do work inside. So it'll measure all sorts, like how much you run, high speed Your running. heart rate and all that kind of thing. Yeah, high speed running, how many jumps you do, how high the jumps are, low speed running, dis- distance covered, changes of direction. And, and then does that get looked at and studied afterwards <laughs> to sort of measure a player's performance? Well, it, it gets looked at more in terms of um, players loading. So... I mean, Malx, you can explain because you'll have had more. <laughs> yeah, it's not really about performance. It's about making sure you're managing the players, basically. Right. So uh, you could have it even manage uh, measures like the impacts that you have and things like that. So if a shooter's had a particularly physical game, like they might have been hit a lot by the keeper or it, they might have played a really aerial game and had a lot of landings, that might impact the type of training they do the day after or a few days after for the recovery. And is that something you can see coming to Vitality Super League anytime soon, one of these things that you wear? Um, I mean, it's been... Like, the England squad had it, like, quite a few years ago and, yeah. and you know, it's been in and around netball a little bit. I think... The problem with netball being indoor sport is the indoor systems are like five times the price of an outdoor yeah. GPS system. Yeah. So they're very expensive. Um, and Plus I think you're going to have to do a lot of upskilling to even know what to do with that data, I reckon. Yeah. 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 So I, I reckon it's a bit of a way off because it's it's kind of a cost reward process. And, you know, for a lot of Super League teams, you'd say, oh, do, do you want this or do you want, 
you know, to use the money for a player, yeah, use the money for a player or for but, travel or whatever. Yeah, and they probably choose that. Yeah. Do you agree that it is a good thing though? Do you think it is? Oh, a good it's thing definitely to a have? good thing. And then, you know, in in years to come, I imagine that system will become cheaper. More yeah. money will come into the sport. Everyone will use it. It'll be a standard thing. And I think at the minute. I think even in Suncorp, not not all the teams use it because it's ve- it'll very much be you know what's the benefit compared to the amount of man hours that goes into it and the cost associated yeah. with it. Well, thanks for that, ladies. Sarah, I hope that answers your question. Now, if you've got a question that you'd like to put to Sarah and Mags next week, please do get in touch. You can tweet us at MyNetballNation or drop us an email to hello at MyNetballNation.com and we'll make sure we cover them in next week's episode. Also, big announcement to make next week is going to be our last show. Dun, dun, dun. Don't panic though, you're not getting rid of us. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, we're just going to be taking an end of season break because uh, we've got to get our recovery in, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Just got to ch- kick back for a little bit. Yeah, beer and pizza. Exactly, I'm, exactly. I'm pretty fresh, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns up at the end, grabs the glory. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just did want to let you know that so that if you've got any questions, you need to make sure you get them in this week before we have a bit of time off. Uh, I kind of miss seeing uh, you and Mags every week, actually. Although Mags, I don't think she is. She's on holiday, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's... Don't remember the last time she was in this country. We're she's taking a break like... so Mags can go on a six-month yeah. holiday. <laughs> Mag- Mags wants to move to Benidorm for a bit, so we've got to take a break. Uh, right, do either of you have any shout outs before we wrap up the show? Uh, let me think. Can I do some? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> Go on. Sorry, uh, I won't have any, so you might right. as well. Give a shout out to Layla for a rehab. I think she's doing well on that. Yes. Yeah. Well done, Get Layla. Well Congratulations on that. Um, and also to Yaz for coming into the program with me. We both come back into the Roses program. Nice. And she was my roommate and she was really little positive buzz of energy to oh, have around. Oh, so, yeah. Aren't you cute? Oh, yeah. that's, nice. that's nice. Any more? Uh, no, that'll do. That'll, that'll do. do. Yeah. Well, there you go. Shout out to Layla and Yaz. And over to you, Sarah. Um, Told you she wouldn't have any. Yeah, I'm struggling. Yeah. I mean, obviously, shout out to Sunshine Coast Lightning and Swifts. Yes. Have a great game, girls. Um, Best of luck. Yeah, enjoy it. It's going to be a good and grand final week. Mm. And remember, remember, Swifts, if you win, you can thank Sarah, <laughs> can't you? <laughs> well, really, I'm in a win-win, aren't I? Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Right, thank you. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Have you had a good time? I've had a great time. Well, thanks. thank you very much. And Sarah, thanks for dragging Laura You're welcome. Yeah, everyone you. remember to book on um, some Myers coaching so Laura can give you these pills yeah. of wisdom. <laughs> Be better. Try yeah. harder. Try harder, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much to you, our lovely Netball Nation listeners. Uh, to listen to our podcast, head over to mynetballnation.co.uk and follow us on all of the social platforms at mynetballnation. Uh, see you next week. See ya. Bye. This is Netball Nation.